Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy. On Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome to Cybot Cindy with me, Cindy Sue Fun Sale. On this Tuesday, the 24th of September, Happy Heritage Day. I hope you guys had a restful day. And tonight, we're looking at the psychology of fitness. Sidebar with Cindy on the home of the Afropolitan. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. If you've missed any of our previous shows, you can visit kayafm.co.za and, and click on FM Rewind to catch my podcasts um, under Sidebar Cindy. If you're not in Gauteng, you can listen live on kayafm.co.za or you can tune in, tune in on DSTV's audio bouquet, channel 861. So this evening, we're speaking about um, psychological fitness. So we know you hear a lot about physical fitness. You see people jogging, these um, TV adverts um, selling us the latest um, gadget to help you get into shape. But we don't always speak about the psychology behind being being fit, you know, the psychology behind being um, an active sports person. And as you know... I am working towards the KFM Legacy Walk, which is happening on Saturday, the 12th of October. Entries close on the 30th of September, so please make sure you go to legacywalk.co.za to get your tickets. So I've been training for about three weeks now with um, Danny Kamona. He's a fitness um, coach and a runner. And, um, you know, one of his claims to fame is that he jogs from, he, well, he runs from Soweto to, to Rosebank and back. And um, Danny and I, the first week was tough. Um, I think my brain, my body was in shock. My brain was not there. But funny enough, guys, as I'm doing this every day, it's getting better. So it's getting easier. Um, we did a bit of running the other day. So my calves are aching. But I'm motivated and I have a Fitbit. And I've become a little bit obsessed with checking um, how many steps I've walked. So we're evolving. You know, who knows? In two years' time, I might be running. I might be running uh, marathons, but we'll see. But so tonight, we're speaking about the psychology of fitness. And I'm, I'm happy to be joined by um, Fulufele Supuma. She is a fitness um, trainer. And I'm also joined by sports psychologist Gareth Rossley. So um, Ufulufele says that she prefers, you know, um, exercising at the gym. I prefer my own environment, gym left me with a lot of nightmares and we'll be talking about all of that you know do you enjoy exercising at gym do you enjoy exercising at home does it make a difference where you are does it affect how you perform and we'll be going into the you know into the psychology of sports so thank you so much for being here i'm gareth and fulu thank you it's thank great you to so be much. here okay i think i'll start off with you um, um gareth you're a sports psychologist right uh, i'm a psychologist by training yes. there's no category in south africa as a which which would allow you to title yourself as a sports psychologist. Okay. There, are, there are other categories. And there aren't many countries, by the way, where that category does exist. Um, so, so if people start referring to themselves locally as sports psychologists, then, then that's not entirely true. Okay. In my case, I, I developed uh, a theory of sports intelligence, and, and I've been having lots of fun with that for the last five or six years. Uh, but some people, they, they, they do refer to me as that and, you know, I don't make a big deal out of it. It doesn't really matter to me uh, as long as the athletes and, and individuals that I work with um, check my workout and hopefully apply it not only to their athletic endeavors, but uh, into into the other performance areas of their life. And uh, it's, it's exciting work. It's new. It uh, hasn't... Just like emotional intelligence, in fact, which was which was really researched in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sports intelligence being researched here, not many people know that. They thought the whole EQ thing started was, somewhere else. Started somewhere else. It was Daniel Goleman, the journalist, who actually uh, um, popularized it. Uh, but it, it was it was researched in the Eastern Cape in the eighties. Okay, that's interesting oh, to know. I know that I was there then. So. Oh, great stuff. <laughs> so, Gareth, so take a person like me who um, has been a couch potato almost all their lives. I think the last time I did a, well, the first time and the last time I did a five-kilometer walk was in 2011. And now I'll be doing, I'll be doing my second one on mm. Saturday. Yeah. So, the, the, the transition from couch potato to... Hopefully one day, marathon runner. Fitness athlete. <laughs> Fitness athlete. Oh my gosh, guys. I don't know, eh? Competition <laughs> what, what What's a journey in, in a person's mind? How do you help a person get there? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a wonderful opportunity to 
work alongside somebody in their in their journey um, as they as they transitions from from perhaps being overweight and unfit into mm. into different physical specimens and 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 possessing much general uh, much more general fitness and mm. and what 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 I and, and, and my, my colleagues and people who do what we do, you, you, you can't say that I'm just going to do one thing. I'm just going to go out and run, for example. Mm, yeah, you can't. It's, it's far more than that, and it's, it's, it's a lot more complex than that, in mm. fact. There's, there's emotional components to it. There's, there's a whole lot of rational and practical things which you need to do and, and need to be managed uh, accordingly. Um, it's it's crucial that you have a team around you. It's mm-hmm. it's it's one of those endeavours where you you can't and you shouldn't really have to do it by yourself. I'm not saying don't exercise by yourself, but recruit people into your life, family members, friends, or so on, um, into into what your goals and and objectives are, and 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 you will find that a combination of 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 those items makes it more manageable and easier and 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 not as daunting as as what it might seem yeah no because it does seem very daunting i mean Mm. i must say the thing that motivated me this week was i got a pair of new tackies Mm. and they're a gorgeous color they're like bright orange so that Mm. alone just knowing that i'm going to put on these tackies they were so expensive you guys that that alone is think is making me keep going Mm. so now the next thing i want to do is get bright colored shirts and then bright colored pants so does that play a role? In- <laughs> no doubt. I, t- I tell all my athletes, failing all else, just look good and you'll feel better. <laughs> and it, 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 it's, it's all part of the ceremony and the process of, of preparing yourself for your training session mm. uh, or for your event or for your game or for your marathon. Uh, that's, that's an important part and a significant part of it. Um, so, yeah, I hope you're hearing that... You don't just pitch up at the game, kick the ball around, and mm. and it's going to be fine. It's more. There's more to it than that. At least psychologically, and I know physically as well. I know mm. that when you contribute, you're going to add a lot more to that. Mm. And you know, I mean, speaking from an overweight perspective, I mean, I've been overweight all my life. The one thing that I I really didn't enjoy about going to the gym when I did go to the gym was just the comments from people. Now, and I said this before when Fulu was on the show before that. Mm. Why can't people just mind their own business mm. at the gym? Mm. Because saying stuff like, oh, do this or do that, and I tried this, and if you do this, you might lose more weight, it's so discouraging. Mm. Mm. Um, and to take it one step further, the gym that I work out at, the, the men's change room is hilarious. You, you go down into the change room to change, and it's more of a posing competition. <laughs> than anything else and I was telling people this in the week and they didn't believe me and I said come with me let's go downstairs and go and check out what's going on down there um, and uh, I, I hope your listeners don't mind or the guys who do pose who are your <laughs> listeners I hope you don't mind having a dig at you but uh, sometimes it's uh, and, and I've noticed that trend in the last decade or so that both gen well, I'm, I don't know what goes on in girls' change rooms, in a female change room, but I've noticed that um, the whole move towards physical fitness... Because mm-hmm. um, there has been a move. There has been a it, big it's move. it's a wonderful... Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it's fantastic. But there, there also is a, there's another side to it. There's, a, there, there's perhaps even a darker side to it, as some people might refer to it, when it becomes an addiction, when it becomes a compulsivity, when it becomes a dependency. That I'm exercised to sex, <laughs> to, to exercise just as I, as I, as I might be uh, addicted to, to any other mm. substance. Um, so I've, I've had to deal with that in, in my practice a lot lately. And it's, it's in the last two to three years, it's, 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 it's come up more and more. So, so um, per, where a person is addicted to going to the gym. Mm, mm. So it kind of like takes, it takes over, over your life. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's like, as I said, like like any other addiction that I've I've researched and studied and and dealt with. It's and and you would think that it's a healthy addiction. Well, that's exactly what I'm thinking. People be, people think about it all day, every day. They they that's that's all they talk about. Um, it's what they're thinking about all the time, mm. and it's 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 a problem for for some people. Not every 
not every person who just does a lot of exercise, yes. who enjoys regular exercise. That's healthy and that's positive. But as I said, uh, it uh, has it has uh, reared its head. And then, how would you treat a person like that, Gareth? As you would with with any any other addiction, it's uh, it's it's a mix of of, of therapy, of self understanding, of <clears throat> appreciating that it's gone one step too far. Uh, it's it's no more a healthy pastime. It's it's become an all encompassing uh, psychological process in their lives, and with lots of love and support. Uh, and and I found that to be to be helpful. Um, I know of some some <clears throat> uh, exercise addicts who have con- obviously consulted with psych- uh, psychotherapists, but also those who've consulted with uh, with psychiatrists and have and have been prescribed different kinds of medicine because mm. because it's it's dealing with a deeply held psychological issue mm. and and in some of the addicts cases that that I've dealt with it's if if it if it weren't exercise it might be alcohol I see. it might be gambling mm. it might be shopping it's that kind of personality and it's a, it's an under-researched and and poorly understood concept uh, or, or phenomenon, should I say? Mm. We we only now starting to better understand some of the the psychological uh, characteristics uh, of of addicts. That's very and, interesting. And exercise addicts are no are no different. That's very very interesting. Well, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Cybot Cindy with me, Cindy Sefansale. I'm chatting um, about psychological fitness. Um, as you know, as I work towards the Kai FM Legacy Walk, which is happening in October. And I'm talking to Sulufele Supuma. I'm also talking to sports psychologist Gareth Rossley. And we also have Kenneth, um, Ke- Kennedy Muzuli online. Kennedy, um, exercises from home. So good evening, Kennedy, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. So I'm sure you've heard, um, the discussion that I've been having with, with Gareth. And That's correct, yeah. Yes. So Kennedy, so you prefer to exercise from home? That's correct, yes. So did you ever exercise at the gym? <laughs> You'll be surprised of never, never at all. I'm, I used to, I, I used to play football. I'm, uh, I'm retired now, yes. and the even then, I, I've never been. I was never a gym person. It was always about uh, road work, exercises, mm-hmm. and uh, get comfortable and uh, and look forward to the next session. Oh, great! And um, your football career was for how many years? Oh, uh, about. 20, 23 years. Wow. So you were pro- so you were a professional football player. No, no, semi-professional. Okay, great stuff. And and the motivation to to for football, who inspired you? Oh, plenty, <laughs> plenty, plenty, plenty. They, the 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 Torvey brothers. I was I, I I played the same position as them. I was a centre back. Mm-hmm. So Mike and Neil Torvey were inspirations. Later came on the likes of Lucas Adair and then yeah. Great. I mean, I must tell you, I find I find football players very fascinating. I, you know, I always watch them play, and I just imagine dissecting dissecting their thighs. They've got very well defined, <laughs> they've got very well defined legs, legs and quads. So when when I watch football, that's the only reason I'm watching football. So I guess. <laughs> At least you're still watching the names for a different reason. Exactly, <laughs> but I'm always, I'm always, I'm always amazed at at the at the stamina and just you know you guys are running on that pitch for how many ninety is it ninety minutes? I can't yeah ninety, 90 minutes. Ninety minutes. So before before a match, Kennedy, like you know you're you're at the back, you're in the change room, and you, you're going to come onto the field. What's going on in your mind? What are you guys saying to yourselves? What are you what have you done the day before to prepare for a big match? Uh, it's, 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 in my time, at least, it's always been about so you try and come down as uh, as much as you can, mm-hmm. and no more no, no more physical stuff for about uh, 24 hours before just some minor exercises, and uh, crucially, you go into some kind of a zone, your own world, about it at a time when you are you are dressing up for the game, mm-hmm. and uh, by the time the of, of the final team talk, you are. You are as good as running around the field in your in your in your head already mm. before you actually get to play. Yes, and uh, the I used to believe in uh, sweating off a bit. I must have warmed up sweat a bit before the before the the, the game starts. 
Okay. And and is it true that um, you know when you guys are in camp, you're not allowed to engage in any sexual activity? Yes, that's correct. Much as the much as there's a whole lot of myth around it, yes. We, the, 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 some of the coaches will tell you it's about the the, the focus. You, you you mustn't end up being too too relaxed to a point of forgetting the the duty at at work. But there's a whole lot of myth. Some guys will tell you that if there's one person who has engaged in uh, any form of sexual activity, this will bring bad luck to the team. Others will say, uh, whatever you try to do, you want to kick the ball forward, it will go back, and <laughs> it's a whole lot of things. But uh, I have I, believed in the school of thought that uh, it, it, it will take your mind off the game and you will lose focus. Okay, so you were able to explain this to your partner and say that, listen, baby, before games, we don't do any hanky-panky. Uh, look, if they... If a person has come into your life at a time when you're already in that kind of a, of a lifestyle, mm. they, they they get into it. Like uh, it's like the father. For example, uh, the, the 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 last team that I played for by Thursday, mm-hmm. others the players would do, would be required to, to to report for camp already. Okay. So in that so a, a person who's going to come into your life at any stage will will need to be familiar with the fact that. After after Thursday, I don't see my person. Okay, all right. And another thing I wanted to ask you, Kennedy. Um, I mean, this is, it's fascinating, and I'm, and I'm I'm happy that we're speaking to a football player. The 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 the, the crowd, the fans. How much of an effect does that have on your psych on your psych on your psyche when you get onto the pitch and they're calling out your name or by antetisa no. or by upset by they're booing? How does it affect you? No, that's a that, 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 that's top notch. That's what that that why that why people play the game to be able to to feed off the fans from from that perspective. When they shout out your name, when they just to hear that cheer as you come out of, to, to onto the pitch, you become a different animal altogether. So you want to be the best. You can't let them down. And if you do let them down, say so you miss a goal or you miss a penalty. <laughs> That's uh, that's a sad reality. But you all you can do is hope that they they understand it's part of the game. I still call the some of the best. Uh, most of, of the football players will tell you best memories are in uh, in high school high school days. Yeah. Because I, I I played since I was in since I was in primary school. Okay. When the where you you literally have uh, say in my case I was playing centre back. You literally have half the school crowding around your, your goalposts. Mm. Every every single tackle, every touch that you have on the ball, they just go crazy. And uh, you can imagine how much of a hero when you go to class the next morning. So you missed you missed those days <laughs> almost. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyone who has played uh, club, who has played um, team sport will tell you, 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 you miss it. Football, rugby, all the, all the team sports. You, mm. that, that, that's an element that you miss most. And now that you've retired, um, Kennedy, um, so do you, do you still exercise on a daily basis? Uh, three times a week. Okay. And are you involved in, in any um, football, maybe training youngsters or football? Um, no. I played, I played in the corporate league until about uh, uh, three, four years ago. And then since then, I just stopped competing. Oh, okay. Any reason for that? Uh think age is caught up with me, <laughs> <laughs> and also the also the work because oh. in the in, in the corporate league the games are were played uh, midweek and at night. Oh, I uh, see, the, and this you know and they I, need family time as well. Yeah, I, I work from um, I work from two o'clock into into the evening, so I didn't have much time for it anymore. Okay, but thank you so much, Kennedy Mutsudi, for joining us. I think you gave us a lot of insights into the psychology behind being a professional, or semi-professional football player. I've, le- I've certainly learned a lot sure. from you, but thank you so much for joining us on the show. Oh, okay, then, it's a pleasure. Good, thanks. So that is Kennedy Mutsuli. Um, he was a semi-professional football player. He's now in corporate, and he exercises three times a week. I think we learned a few things from him. Yeah, a couple of things that, that, that he mentioned uh, on Ice really. the, the point on, on distraction, Mm. Um, through whatever, through whatever it means or whatever, uh, uh, before the game is important, um, and it's to stay focused, as as he said. Um, but if you if you're going to chill with your friends or you you're going to take it easy in, in the 
the, the days leading up and the evenings leading up to performance day, then then that's okay. It's also mm-hmm. important to take your mind off things if you at a professional or elite or semi-professional But you obviously level. can't be partying the night before. No, not at all. I did a talk at uh, Pretoria School last week, and and for fun, I said to I said to the kids, "Okay, here's a scenario. You've made the regional. It was with a whole of netballers. Mm. You you you've made the <coughs> the, the the regional finals. Uh, the game is at uh, ten o'clock. It's uh, at your opposing school's uh, venue." But it's uh, one of the really popular girls' party the night before. What do you do? Do you go to the party or do you stay at home? And they all shouted out, we definitely go to the party. <laughs> and I think, girls, that's not the answer. But maybe go to the party until 9 or 9.30. And then and, go And make and sure you're pro- properly, uh, properly rested, you've, you're properly nourished, uh, and, you, and, and you're ready for the next day. Great stuff. So, Sidebar Cindy, coming back after this. Sidebar with Cindy on the home of the Afropolitan. Sidebar with Cindy on the home of the Afropolitan. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Sidebar Cindy with me, Cindy Sue Fine Sale. And this evening we're speaking about um, psycho- the psychology of fitness because it's, it's Fitness Tuesday. And I'm working towards the Kaya FM Legacy Walk, which is happening on Saturday, 12 October. So I hope you've registered because I will be there. I'll be walking with my fitness um, trainer. Danny Kamona, we've been working out. I've been also working out during the week, and yes, my calves are sore. It's a lot of work, but I'm getting there. My psychology around training and just being fit is changing. And I, you know, someone is asking me if I'm if I'm exercising to to lose weight or I'm exercising to you know to be healthy. And for me, I mean, I've been chubby all my life, and to be honest, I'm exercising to be healthy. Um, you know, I always I always think of my mom. My mom passed away in 2013, and she was overweight and she had diabetes and high blood pressure. And I've got two small kids. I'm 43. I've got a 10 year old daughter and a seven year old son and I don't want to leave my kids alone I never thought I'd, I'd spend the rest of my life without, mom, without my mommy at this age so I don't want my kids to go through the same thing so I'm exercising for health the change of the body will be a bonus <laughs> if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't yeah, but that, that, that's, that's, that's the bonus for me so I have in studio I have um, psychologist um, Gareth um, Rossley who has a special interest in, in you know sports intelligence and I also have Fulu fellow um, Sipumo she's been with us before and guys you must follow her on Instagram <laughs> when you take pictures later on I'm going to tag her her fitness pics are so awesome. She jumps and she runs and she swims and she does everything. So, Fulubela, thank you so much for coming back and thank you for joining us. Oh, it's always lovely being on your show. So, you exercise five times a week and you have two rests. Yeah. yeah. So, what I'm, I'm curious to know is on the days when you really don't feel like doing it, how do you motivate yourself to go? Um, I motivate myself. I think first of all, it's always about health. Like you said, it's always about focusing on your health, making sure that you are meeting those health goals. Uh, but other than that, I motivate myself by uh, playing music. So I'll have a very dope <laughs> playlist, <laughs> which will get me active at the gym. So I think once you get into that zone, then it helps you uh, to really push for, forward. And I think also going to the gym and being with everybody absorbing like a sponge you also get to absorb other people's energies Mm. so it helps a lot to be around that environment where everybody is sweating with you you all working towards uh different gym goals but all in all it's um to be healthy at the end of the day yeah so that helps a lot um another thing uh, it's also making sure that i work out at the gym and not at home that's if i don't if i, I only work out at home if i don't have a choice oh okay so you prefer yeah. going to the gym to see people around you and so on yeah to see people around me also other professionals as well to see the other fitness professionals because mm. you always like exchange notes to say okay i i work out shoulders best so this is what i do and then you also they giving them co-exercises to say my abs are pretty um, uh, looking very great so this is what I also do for co-exercises so it's a great place to exchange notes and you know just motivate each other as well and in terms of your music so Mm. you you, so what's what's what kind of music do you have in your playlist or does it depend on the day 
I think it depends on the day, but mostly it has to be your house music, <laughs> <laughs> hip hop, and we're saying a bit of comb goes hard. So, <laughs> so I like that as well. So it gets me going. So by the end of an uh, it, oh, end of an hour, you like you don't even realize how much time you spent at the gym. So yeah. And then and then um, Fulu, in terms of um, so so I'm sure you know. You have a plan, like okay, maybe Tuesday's legs, mm-hmm. and then Wednesday is is I don't know abs. If you don't want to do that thing, how do you motivate yourself to do that particular exercise? Because I I can already tell that I'm going to hate legs. We have <laughs> just the running that I did, and the way my calves are feeling, I was walking like a newborn calf. I'm when the time comes to do legs, I'm not going to be happy, you know. So, mm. what do you say to yourself? I think uh, another thing, it's also just seeing results. The more you see oh, the I results, see. Okay, the yeah. more you, you want to tackle that some more. Although it's not always easy to get yourself motivated. Um, so sticking to that, knowing that Tuesday is legs, um, Wednesday it's shoulders, um, Thursday it's core. So it just... Um, if you think about your workout program and what you would like to achieve, also the physique that you would also like to achieve. I know we always say body image is secondary, but let's face it, if you look good, you also feel good, you mm. know. So also that is a factor to see the more you achieve results, the more you're looking good, the more you want to do it. Mm. But it's mm. also, I mean, there's a dark side to that, as Gareth explained exactly. earlier on. That yeah. Say, for example, a person like me who's mm. been chubby all their life, if I now start slimming down and, and, and toning, and, and looking looking good mm. and ge- receiving more and more compliments mm. that could easily become dysfunctional. It could become a pathology true, true. where I'm now overdoing it just because I'm enjoying all the attention. Yeah, and then you start to also for, uh, forget about all the other significant areas in your life, like uh, whatever your work is. So uh, maybe that's what I wanted to ask Gareth as well to say, where do you draw the line? Mm. Where is the balance to maybe just the listener who's listening to say, uh, where do I realize that I think I'm going over the boundary? Mm. Yeah, yeah, great question. Mm. Um, at the short answer is, is is when you start getting feedback from people close to you, mm. people who care deeply for you and 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 have the concern to to share with you that they are noticing what seems to them at least to be a dysfunctional behavioral pattern mm. and 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 that, that's probably the the easiest way to answer quite a quite a difficult question. Mm-hmm. You'll also notice, and you'll know this better than I. You'll you'll notice drastic changes in your physique. Mm-hmm. Um, you will at the same time notice yeah. drastic changes internally at an emotional level. You'll be you'll be uncomfortable with the world. You'll be obsessing about what you're eating what you're looking like. You'll be starting to experience uh, mood swings, emotional um, type feelings that that you hadn't before. And and that's all starting to signal that, hold on, something's out of kilter here. Mm. Something's, uh, I'm, I'm not experiencing the highs that I used to. Mm. Because exercise, as we've all said, is, gives you a really cool feeling great afterwards. Well, I had a bounce in my and step. I have a, you know, I've been feeling yeah. great. Yeah. It's when you stop feeling great mm. and then something's happening. And Maybe it's not an addiction. It's not I'm saying it's, that, it's always that extreme. Maybe you're tired, you're burnt out, mm. you're exhausted. It's really good to hear that you're taking two days off a week. When, yeah. when, and a lot of athletes, when I start working with them, I ask them, to do what I call a wallow, which is a week in the life of them, yeah. and and some of these these kids, for example, are are exercising inordinately amounts of time. They're training twice a day, and and they, they they they're not switching off on a on a on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday, perhaps. And and you can see that it's that that what is needed is a good break um mm. also something that that was said earlier which 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 got me thinking that uh it was when you said you 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 vary your week up it's also helpful to vary your your year up into mm. into let's say 5 10 week s- slots okay the research indicates that that athletes 
at, at elite level, at sub-elite level, you can't go it flat out <clears throat> for more, more than 10 weeks. You, things just start uh, conking in. Your body starts you, uh, hurting too much. You start picking up injuries. Sure. You don't take care of yourself nutritionally and otherwise. So, so w- what's helpful is to do perhaps like a preparation phase, a competition phase. So when you train for your marathon, uh, a 10-week period or a 12-week period is where you really give it stick. Mm-hmm. But once you've done your marathon, then, then to have a, a six- or eight-week period of, of post-competition where you still exercise, you still work out five times a week, but the not intensity is different. Okay. That's right. And that's where you allow recovery. But you're not just allowing your body to recover. You're allowing your head to recover as well. So, mm. that, so that when you go into your next phase, you're psychologically and, and emotionally there just as much as you're physically uh, there. So I've, I've, I've found that to be helpful. Yeah, that's, um, yeah I want to remember that. That's important. Yeah. yeah and and uh, oh, no, what, what, what I do with... With most of my athletes, just to hopefully be constructive for what you, I get them to take a picture of themselves, mm. and they don't need to share it with the world, but of course some do, and 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 to refer back to that because it, it's a visual, and and many people are vis- visually oriented, yeah. Mm. But at the same time, I also get them to complete an inventory where it's it's how they feel about themselves. Mm. And and to use that just as much as a prompt uh, as a, as a visual prompt. So it's it's not it's not just that v- v- what you look like. It's 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 how you feel, which exactly. I think is equally yeah. important. Mm, great. Yeah. yeah so but, yeah. So we're taking your calls on oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. On side by Cindy, I'm chatting to Gareth Rossley, a sport a, a psychologist with a special interest in sport, and also to Fulufelo Supuma. She's a trainer. And um, she does amazing things. I love her Instagram. I'm inspired. So, yeah, you can call us on 86 959 if you have any questions for either of the two of them. So, Fuli, you were saying just before I interrupted you. Yeah, so I was saying, um, what you're saying, Gareth, is like we need to also take time just for to focus on our mental health, mm. to, to, to mm. look out for the being mindful, also focusing on the uh, mind aspect of things. Yes, yes. So mm. what you're saying is do some psychological mm. preparation in your week, yeah. just as you would as you would uh, as you would do as you would do physical preparation. Sorry, um, I, I I was chatting off air <coughs> with a with an, a, a, a sedentary uh, athlete who who was out of shape, didn't feel great, and uh, we put together <coughs> a. a Quite a quite a drastic program of action, and I just got those notes out now while you were chatting. and And what did we what did we do? Well, we focused obviously on physical preparation. Mm-hmm. We set achievable goals, uh, very clear on 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 diet, social life, and and what the implications would be for her family. Uh, should should she uh, follow what what she was wanting to do? A lot of positive messaging, so self affirmations, mm-hmm. uh, both during exercise and 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 when not exercising. So We're, stuff like I can do this. <laughs> whatever, whatever works for you. Oh, I have nothing at the moment. <laughs> And and try some Except things out. Sneakers, try some colorful sneakers. sneakers. Yeah, no, and actually, yeah, the sneakers. Yeah, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. I can get more sneakers. Yeah. So yeah. Ma- so maybe every uh, every month. Reward yourself uh, with, uh, you know, a, a, a no, I think every three months because those <laughs> things are expensive. I mean, the pink pair that I wanted was like 800 bands more expensive than the, the pair that I got. I just remember saying to her, How much? You know, because I love pink. Pink is my favorite color. Yeah. But I think yeah. if I do well, that pink pair is my motivation. Actually, you're right, Gareth. I'll get the pink pair if I've done two, two, if, if I've done two walks. And I found, I've, I've also found just varying it up, varying up your program. Um, whether it's whether, let's say you really don't you really don't feel like doing legs on a, on a, on a certain mm. day, then then go and go and experiment with with doing legs, but doing different leg exercises by by doing programs that you haven't done before, that which might not be as intense, but you're experimenting, you're working, you know, your body's your temple, and you're starting mm. to. Um, Find out what works for you. Uh, there, there are some principles and rules, and we are sharing those. And there's so much literature out there, and there's 
um, so much um, innovation at both a, a technical and physiological as well as at a at a, at a, at a mental level, and 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 expe- exper- read read up, experiment, talk to people, mm. um, like and like like Flut does when she goes to the gym and she talks to other trainers. That, that's right, and 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 try things out because mm. you want to find something that's that's unique to you. It's mm. not just about copying. Uh, of course, you're going to have to start somewhere, and it's usually good to start with a program. Mm. But don't, don't, uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't be scared to try something different out, um, and to get into that routine of of reviewing how your week was and and what you're going to do. Both physically and mentally in the in the coming week. Okay, so we have Fifi on the line. Oh, it's six double zero double zero nine five nine. Hi, Fifi, and welcome to the show. Hi, hi, Doctor Cindy. Um, I have a question actually for Garrett because he touched on what I my my struggle has been. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, the moment you start seeing results and people are also noticing those results, yeah, I, it gets uncomfortable. Mm. Uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's something that I, I'm not used to, and I don't know. It's it, it somehow, it, it somehow it's for me, like I, I, I want to go back to being that person who's not noticed anymore. Um, and what I would end up doing now, I'd end up sabotaging myself with regards to eating again, and then the whole cycle goes again. Like it's like a vicious cycle. I don't know if I'm making sense. No, I understand. Um, but it's interesting, Fifi. So, are you overweight? Are you medium? Are you small? I've always been overweight, and I I don't know how to put it. I don't have trouble losing weight because once I put my mindset, I'm able to do it. But the moment I start, or people start realizing, or people start noticing the difference, it's just so uncomfortable. It's, it's okay, so okay, if we heard your question, we'll ask Gary to respond before we go for the break. Yeah, it's it's uh, hi, Fifi. It's uh, it's you highlighting the complexity of of of. Uh, what what fitness, body change, self image, and so on can carry with it. Um, you 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 transition your body and you start getting a whole lot of positive messaging, but but at the same time you feel you f- you feel even worse inside. And so and so, what's the what's 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 the way forward? You you got to understand. You got to start understanding yourself and appreciating. Uh, what you're all about psychologically, and what what your what your psychological makeup is, and uh, and how that uh, works for you and and works against you, uh, it's 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 something that I can't answer in a in a short no, I um, uh, in in a sh- in a short show, a short uh, session. So, if you might have to go and see um, a counselor. Or a clinical psychologist just to talk about this. If probably, she- probably will help mm. uh, and and make a, a constructive and positive contribution. But um, as as a friend said to me this morning, you know, it's it's this whole journey of self discovery is 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 a journey. It's about finding things out about yourself, about appreciating those, loving them, and learning from them, and making whatever behavioural or other changes you need to. Um, and 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 I guess that's that's part of the the joy, but also some of the difficulty when we when we try and um, make changes uh, in in adulthood. It's yes. it's not easy. Okay, so we'll be back on Saipan Cindy after this. Looking after your mind, body and soul. Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. We have about 16 minutes of the show left. And um, Tuli will be coming up at 8 p.m. with my money and me. Good evening, Tuli. And um, what are you doing tonight? Good evening, Dr. Cindy. Tonight is actually my final show. So I'm having a farewell show. It's going to be pretty much an open line. Uh, people are more than welcome to call in, reflect on the past five years. And I'll be doing the same. I have some guests as well who are quite uh, regular on the show to help me do the reflection and just look back in terms of where my money and me has come from over the past past five years. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's sad as well. It's never easy saying goodbye, but hey, um, it's, 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 you know, closing of one door is an opening of another. Oh, Tuli, so we'll miss you. I'm going to miss you. Yeah, I'll miss and, you too. Um, I've always um, enjoyed listening to your show. I've learned a lot from your show. 
Um, so that's Tulima Kubani doing her final show at 8 p.m. on Kaya FM. Sidebar with Cindy, Cindy. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan, the last part of um, today's um, Fitness Tuesday, discussing the psychology of fitness. I'm with um, Fulufelo Sipuma and with um, Gareth um, Rosley. And we're speaking about um, fitness and, and the things that can motivate you to, to get fit and, and what goes on in your mind as you get fit. We're taking your calls on 86 You can SMS us on 36959 and the hashtags on social media aside about Cindy and Kaya FM Talk. And, um, you know, Fitness Tuesday has come about because I am working towards a goal, which is to walk um, the Kaya FM Legacy Walk, but also to start walking five-kilometer walks and then maybe five-kilometer runs and then maybe 10 kilometers and who knows, I might do a marathon. So um, I've decided to become healthier and we'll see how it goes. So I need all the motivation I can get. As Gareth was mentioning earlier on that, you need as much support as you can. So the Afropolitans are my support. And at least I have a trainer, um, Danny Kamona. And so far, um, so far, so good. So Fulu, coming back to you, um, in terms of, 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 of you, I mean, you train people as well. Yeah. So how do you motivate your people? To, to, to come through And I'm specifically asking about, about um, ladies I mean say for example You're on your period and, and you really don't feel like training what, Do you let them skip that day Or should they come through anyway um, Training during your periods Actually um, eases the pain like exercise works out as well to ease the pain during exercise mm-hmm. during uh, the period I think especially if you exercise prior to getting mm-hmm. your periods so you have an easier um, time okay. during that So, um, but what if someone is like really bloated and very uncomfortable on their first day Would, could they skip that, that first day they could skip the first day, so but then just prior, when you know that you're about to get your periods, just make sure that you are putting in exercise. Then it gets a bit um, easier and oh, the pain lessens when the actual the actual period time comes. Okay, because that's a yeah. I mean that's a reality. Yeah, well, it's the reality for women. Every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and how else do you motivate them? I mean, do they have their pictures on the wall? Do they, you know, what what do you do for them? Um, there's a lot of challenges that um, I get to do with um, my fitness community and tribe. So I think just trying out a new challenge and um, making sure that you you know how to do the challenge, I think, motivates you a lot. And then also just uh, them putting up notes uh, to say for affirmations, like you were saying, to say, um, I can actually do this. And then actually them trying out. Um, I remember just in my fitness classes, we had squat challenges where ladies were um, competing with squats so that gets them really motivated as well and I also make sure that my uh, fitness master classes um, I also have a lot of goodies as well it's in prizes (laughs) Uh, the last time we had some nice lipstick uh, we also had financial wellness advice coming through. So I had uh, vouchers there, like investment uh, vo- vouchers coming through. So that also motivates them. So I think it's a reward system. Really. Oh. And that's something something that uh, people can do, individuals can do as well. Mm. To say, how what do I like? Um, how c- can I incorporate that into my workout to get me to work out? Just that um, reward system works very well. Well, I'll be collecting um, mm. sneakers, techies, mm-hmm. and I'll be collecting medals and t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be my reward system for now. That's an easy thing for now. Yeah, and another thing really is to also make sure that you switch up your workout routine because mm. things might get boring, then you get bored, you wonder why am I not feeling motivated. But if you uh, switch up your work routine, if you're working your legs this week, you're squatting and then you get bored, so next week try something else. Mm. Um, try leg press, for example, and then just switch it up all the time to make sure that you're not getting bored and you're not hitting a plateau. And swimming? Swimming, swimming also works. So swimming you is also swim. Nice. Yeah, I do swim. Okay. Yeah. So you recommend swimming? Um, yeah, I, I love the way it tones the shoulders. I think it's just also a very great stress reliever. Mm. It, and it's gentle on you mm. too. You're not breaking down a lot of tissue or hurting yourself. Like weights. Yes. Like like weight training or road True. running does. Mm. Um, that's why after marathons and we were talking about the comrades earlier. <clears throat> Comrades, for example, the next day you will you will see a whole lot of people walking around 
Durban or Pietermaritzburg and limping and and the reason why is they've uh, broke down a lot of tissue and, and really hurt hurt themselves. It does. You do recover. Um, Are you uh, scaring me, Jared? But, uh, <laughs> I think yeah, be prepared for lots of stiffness on uh, Monday mornings after so the you, long so Sunday you, So you, you've run the comrades before? I have, and it's, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful day, as I said earlier. It's, uh, it's, it's weird because you, 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 get, you get there at uh, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I wasn't particularly quick, <clears throat> and I thought, like... I'm still going to be running in ten hours' time. It's it's crazy. It's it's just, it's like, but but it but you just get through the first hour and you get through milestones. I mean, ten hours from here to to Frankfurt. It's like it's, a flight to it's, Frankfurt. It's, that's how it is. But but to your point and 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 what what you're trying to do and for the listeners as well is let's just take the comrades example. You start, but but you've got milestones along yeah. the way, and and it's really about just getting to. Fields Hill, for example, or getting to where your family and friends might be meeting you and, and then getting t- to halfway. And once you get to halfway, you know, I'm 50% there. And my self-talk was, okay, now I've, I've only got 45% to go. I've got 40% okay. to go. Okay, so self-talk is important. That's mm. throughout, mm. both during competition and, and out of competition. So what also you tell yourself, the conversation you believe it. So, Fulu, have you run the comrades? No, I haven't. I like I said, I prefer weights um, than running. But you say something very important, and I think that's an, a topic for another day to say how do people recover then, like recovery tips. Oh, yes. Yeah, guys. Both both physically and psychologically. <laughs> <laughs> so psychologically, after Saturday's five kilometer walk, what am I going to be doing? Then then you can say, well, in a month's time, I'm going to be doing. Something a else. ten kilometer walk, yeah, and true. and that mm-hmm. just make it makes it makes it more palatable, makes it more manageable. Otherwise, you think, oh, I'm gonna, I've got so much to do, and and I'm and I'm not not yet ready for it, mm. or, or maybe not even a ten k. Maybe it's I'm gonna do seven and a half k's. Mm. It's make it work for you and what's um, what's manageable for you given your circumstances. Um, the ten k runs will always be there, mm. and if you do it a month. A month later than expected, then That's then it's okay. okay. It's it's okay. You you're learning. You're on a process and on a journey to to better health and better fitness, and let let it be yours. Mm. Co-create it. Take lots of help um, from from experts. Well, not help, but help, uh, support, input, mm. and uh, you can never do enough. Kind of research, reading. Oh, no, I've been finding googling a lot. Out. I find that I'm always googling yeah. about about running and walking Fitness. and this and that. And some of it you'll find is complete rubbish, but but through some of it you'll also take take some wisdom. Yeah. And uh, I have a I have a friend who who is the biggest Robert and Sharma fan out. <laughs> and uh, you know, whenever I chat to her and mention something. Uh, uh, you know, I'm having some difficulty there. So what, that she'll say, Robin Sharma would say X, Y, and Z. <laughs> so find your guru and and, and Fulu, maybe Fulu, use that. What did Fulu do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so one should also make sure that they research from a reputable service. Yes. Yeah. Well Source. Quite, yeah, very important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, like what you said, I think so. Um, break down your goals into smaller chunks. Mm. To make sure that way you can be, um, you can make sure that you reach those goals. I think then it becomes psychologically easier as well to reach uh, smaller goals than just putting one big goal that is like, yeah. No, no, I must, I must say, mm. I mean, I think I'm excited about what's coming up. I mean, so it's mm. a five kilometer walk on Saturday, then it's a Kai FM 6.7 kilometers, mm. then it's the Itemba Walkathon, the Avon mm. one, five kilometers, and we'll find something else to do before the end of the year. But it's, we're pacing it, you know, and I, and I think. I, I, I think the person that's most excited about all of this is actually my husband. <laughs> I don't think he, he expected me to be like this. I don't think he expected me to last this long. Mm. So I can tell he's very excited. Hopefully it translates into material gifts and so on. <laughs> but I can see that he's very excited about it. Yeah, your support system is vital. Um, you, you live off it. It yeah. reinforces what you're trying to do. And it gives you a safe place to go when you're not feeling great and when mm. it is when you do go through those tough times, which which are a normal, absolute normal part of the process, mm. when when my athletes say to me, "Oh, I'm having such a tough time," mm. you know, somewhere in the conversation I'd, or the session, I'd say to them, "Well, that's 
it's actually a positive sign. You've got to go through those difficulties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it's, it's, it's plain sailing. It's too easy. And uh, so remember, remember that when uh, you're climbing up that hill and you're exhausted that uh, we said that it's uh, a vital part of the process to suffer as you, <laughs> as you ascend those hills. So it's KZN hills in a year time. So you won't always feel so motivated. No, it's uh, normal to have your bad day. It's 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 part of the it's part of the process. Um, and and you know who's this? I can't remember who the resilience writer is, but he, he talks about things not being permanent. Mm-hmm. It's been it's temporary. So right now in my training program or this part of the year or this session or this race, it's not going well. But just stick with it and it will go well. Just get get through the next five or six Ks or whatever it might be and it it will change and it usually does. No, no, that's great. I'm very I'm very motivated. So Fulu and Gareth, in closing, a nugget of wisdom from you, Fulu, and a nugget of wisdom from you, Gareth, before we close the show. Uh, the, the title of my book is uh, is the top two inches, you know, or field strategies for on field performance. And I'll be posting a picture of the book so you guys can know what, <laughs> Thank to, you. what to look for. And and I think my pearl, of my, my wisdom out of that is is it it's it's what happens off the field. Mm. Um, as our soccer player was saying earlier, it's the it's the preparation, the planning, and and the work that happens at four thirty five o'clock in the morning. In your case, when nobody's watching. Yeah. That's that's where it actually happens. You cannot pitch up at a race without being prepared or yeah. at a game without having gone through a whole lot of processes. So work the off the field stuff and the on field stuff will will usually and and and, and, and will um, translate into into better results. Well thank you for the book. I'm telling you two years time I'll be running the comrades. <laughs> and Fulu, your word of wisdom for us? My word today is just um be disciplined so you all won't always feel motivated but um, just stay disciplined and consistent and the results will come mm-hmm. well thank mm-hmm. you so much Fulu Felusipuma thank you so much Gareth Rosley for being on the show I'll make sure that we get your details out um, we'll post on social media and thank you for my book mm, I look forward you. to reading it thank and you. I look forward so to my race well. on Saturday <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow evening on Sidebar Cindy at 7pm Sidebar with Cindy. Cindy on Kaya FM 95.9. 11 official languages, 9 provinces celebrate your heritage. Kaya FM, FM. home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.